Yes, 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 yes! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of It's Not That Deep, bro! And we are back, episode 48, 48, that's right. We're so close, so close to 50. It's like I can taste it. And on today's episode, we've got a very special friend of ours. So special. So special. It's so He's so special, he might as well be imaginary. Because the man is the, <laughs> the myth, the legend. <laughs> Brogan Finnegan, how are you today, bro? I'm good. How are you? Oh, never better. Can you not hear it in my voice? I am so excited to watch a film with you. Me too. Me, Martin, and Bro- <laughs> <laughs> me, Martin, and Brogan go way back. We've known right. each other for a long time, so this should be easy, in my estimations. That's right. <laughs> t- t- tell us a little bit about yourself. Go on. No. That no. Was, that was so. I respect formal. that. <laughs> I respect that. Right. Um, but what you do have to do, Brogan, is uh, you get the honour of firing off the Randy Master. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, that cool bit of tech. That we have now. That you've been working on. That we've been working <laughs> on. The Randy Master 5000 now. Knocking up in the s- workshop. That's right. Welding. Are you ready? What, do I press the button? You yeah. press the button. So come over here. You, you get a countdown and we've kind of made it now. You get to choose the number we count down from. From one. <laughs> That's a new one. Right, Martin, come here. All right. Just what? I, I'm ready. What I'm ready. Button. You press that button. You just mm. click. So, yeah, that's all you've got to do. If a film doesn't come up there, just click again. Yeah, so just come all right. For a while okay. You ready? Press it. One! <laughs> we are watching True Stories from 1986. I know very little about this film. True I Stories. Believe I believe, my hunch is that it's made by the Talking Heads. Who are the Talking Heads? They're a band. They're a band from the 1980s. That is what I... Re- I thought it was like a... Gritty gun film. I or, might be wrong. Uh, we both gritty gun film, like western. But either Ooh, way, grab meat. yourself a copy of True Stories from 1986, and we will see you on the other side. Peace out, motherfuckers. wrong with that nothing's wrong okay cool anyway let's move on uh david byrne true stories brogan what did you think of that film 
I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean you don't? From the beginning, what did you what did you first see? What was your first I don't like thing? There was a girl walking down the road, and after that, I don't know what happened. Yeah, how do you know? How do you not know what happened? We've literally watched it seconds ago. What did you think happened? Because I don't know what happened. <laughs> I know what happened. I watched it. I you don't really there. know what. Well, there's some words that come to mind, but it was pretty like uh, unspecific. <laughs> of the story. Yeah, there was just a lot of like different scenes. It reminded me like of uh, In the Heights, cause, but that had a story. This didn't. It reminded me of uh, Phantom of Liberty with Matteo. So it was it was both because it, it was like a it was like a yeah. blend of In the Heights and Phantom of Liberty. But well, what's an emotion that you felt, Brogan? <laughs> Confusion. 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 That's not an emotion. <laughs> that is an emotion. That's a state of being. <laughs> At Why? one point, I thought they were just taking the piss out of small town people, but then, then it went down a wormhole. Yeah, I, I've not seen Slacker. You have seen Slacker, mm. but the way that this film like moved around a small city reminded me of that sort of vibe of film. You know, like just seeing different types of people in this small town doing their day-to-day thing. But then, obviously, there was, like, bits in this that were, like, surreal (laughs) and commenting on, I don't know, everything from big brands taking over the countryside and commercialization. I guess it's, like, what we see where we come from with, like, Narbra and Enderby and Lutworth, like, all those fields where we grew up are all like being built on now and how does that make you feel Brogan your childhood playground is being turned into buildings no it's not (laughs) I don't know how it makes you feel my school field is buildings now is it houses yeah see anyway I thought Mm mhm I usually remember names from films, but that, as I was just watching who starred in it and like the people that were on it, mm. they were all like uh, computer guy, uh, narrator, and shit like that. And I was like, what are the names of these people? I like, even it just came up. I now remember El Cov- Culver or whatever his name is, but all of these like. Scenes were so fucking random, like. I was, but then it had a, a hidden story inside it, and I was like, I was wondering if you would be annoyed at some stuff not being resolved. because uh, there, there was like points that were made, and then the scene just moves away from what's happening. <laughs> after a while, I just I knew. I was like, I was used to. It. I'm like, this is how it's gonna go down, mm. and this is like where it's where it's headed it's definitely touching on like like on how uh, some people out there aren't loved mm. and uh, I related to that wow you like Lewis's story I did I really did that's why at the end I was like I didn't expect to see out. John Goodman neither did I he's in so much shit I was like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, no, no way. What kind of film is this going to be? 
what I there. what I did wanted to ask you, Brogan, is that you've listened to the Talking Heads, like you've told me to listen to the Talking Heads, so I know you've listened mm. to the Talking Heads. I have no reference. I don't listen to the Talking Heads, so any of them songs from the Talking Heads? Did you know any of those songs? No, I've never heard any of that before. Mm. But it felt like Talking Heads going to make a film. That'd be what it looks like because it kind of makes no sense. Uh, yeah, it was it was one of them. But I would rather listen to Talking Heads and watch that film again. Yeah, I but mean, I still found it relatable in some ways. Do you? Well, not relatable. More, I recognise the characters in a in a real life situation. Kind of in mm-hmm. a surreal mm-hmm. life situation. David. Like the woman who knew everything and everyone. Yeah, uh, yeah, like that, that knew everything, a, did everything. I killed him. Like what? That's a fuck? real person. Wrote mm. half of Elvis's songs. <laughs> you know what she's called? She no. doesn't even have the name when it came up on here in the credits. Yeah, it was just the lying woman. The lying woman. That's it. That was all. Her, that was all her name was. And I was like, you didn't even get to find out what her actual name is but it doesn't really matter do you um are you aware of the talking heads martin no david byrne is is he the lead singer yeah he's the lead singer in the guy oh, behind okay. it and he has like uh asperger's okay which makes up well he only got diagnosed with asperger's and or like started talking about it fairly recently but like you can tell from the way he talks in that he's the main character the guy mm-hmm. in the car yeah, yeah, with yeah. the cowboy hat the narrator he yeah he has a very unique way of looking at the world i thought he was cuz every time there was a song he was always in it yeah he's the, the one the create the guy that's coming up with it all mm-hmm. sort of thing um but i really like when he was there was a bit where he was talking about it was no, towards the end then when he was saying that when he goes to a new place he recognises all these like really small distinct things about it because it's like new and fresh yeah. but then you have to after time goes by you get used to those things but then if you want to experience the place newly again you have to forget all the things that first made you fall in love with it mm-hmm. which is yeah if you stay around there too long yeah you're going to forget about the little things. You start taking it for granted. Yeah. But that... Wow, that's magical. Yeah, it's another... It's another emotion right there. Oh. Lewis. My man. Lewis was looking for love. He was. He was. In a loveless world. Mm Mm-hmm. But he did find it with the lazy woman. That's her name. Is that what she was called? The Lazy Yeah. Woman? See, I, I like that these characters are named in such blunt ways because it's like... Brogan's right, like the lying woman is a person that you've seen here in Leicester or any town or village that yeah. you live in. And this is, I guess, the name of the film, True Stories, is like... All of these are pretty much I true stories. I assume true stories from David Byrne's life or talking heads in their, their group, but it... They're like characters that you associate be- with, but you don't respect, so they're just that person. Yeah. Not a yeah. personality that you enjoy. It, it's uh, just having, like... Uh, I just can't talk to a person like that. Like, It's too much. Which you, one? Huh? The lazy or the liar? Or? The, the liar. The what? liar. The lazy. I, I'm lazy. <laughs> I could pretty much talk to myself if I want to. You're not that lazy. Um, <laughs> oh, no, but still... Um, the lion woman, yeah, just 
somebody actually I've n- never actually met somebody like that but I ca- I've like heard of them I guess all the characters in this film are like h- hyper exaggerated yeah and they're probably like you know maybe 10 15 different stories of different people merged into one character yeah 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 um but what I is, have what? Oh, go on no no go on. Oh, I was going to say though my favorite part I guess or song would be um oh, what was it called Confusing evidence or something like that. Uh, no. Hang on, I've got the plot here. Um, it was called. It begins with A. A conspiracy theorist, John Ingle. No. The Church of the Subgenius. No. Well, yeah, that is the scene. But then, um, the song they were singing is called. Oh, please give me the song. The song. Are you okay? I'm, I'm great. Because <laughs> you seem like you're just staring at, at the wall. <laughs> People don't know that. <laughs> no, they don't. But I like to... Uh, tell everyone. Tell everyone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't remember what it was, but it was a song. Puzzling Evidence. Puzzling Evidence. Uh, yeah. And it was just completely... I will go to that church. He was pointing out all the ways that society is set up to make the working man a slave. Yeah. And he was doing it in a gospel fashion and using a song called Puzzling Evidence to point out that there is a lot of puzzling evidence out there. Like, it's evidence to something was puzzling. And I guess this film, we've said this before, it was made in 1986, and they're talking about problems that like still exist now. Wait, so here we go, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs, yes. What was that reference? How did he they... left Apple before he died, and then he was the boss again later? Oh, boom! <laughs> I saw you clock it. I was like, I was like, what? Wait, because <laughs> like I, I didn't know if he how what did he only leave it for a bit and then came back? Yeah. Why do you know? I don't know the specific details of, of that situation, but it's own Apple wasn't just owned by Steve Jobs. No. It was Tim, by two people. Tim Wozniak yeah. is the other guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and something goes down between them where I think Tim runs it. I'm not sure. But that, yeah, it wasn't some sort of crazy future reference. Although there was... I was going to say, I was like, what? How do you know? There was a song at the end where they were singing the word Radiohead over and over. And yeah, was that like, was at the end. Yeah, I was like, Radiohead definitely... I don't think we're abandoned in 1986. So maybe that's where Radiohead got their name from. Maybe. I don't know this. I did I did like the... I know that you said that I, there was unfinished stuff and I didn't like enjoy it, but I did oh, like I, it. I wondered. Like the, 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 the bits where you're like, did he just... Did you just fart? And then he doesn't <laughs> say anything? And then that's it, done. And I'm like, okay. I guess that's like... Giving you a romantic scene, a very traditional romantic scene. What was that other one? The one after that. There was one where he just would pulled up in the car and then he looked at the camera and went, this isn't a rental car, it's privately owned. And then he just drove off. <laughs> <laughs> there was that one, but there was the, uh, the one with uh, Lewis, I think. Or that lazy woman. Mm. There were lots of little funny, yeah. funny humoury bits mm. in this, but it's... You, Brogan, you asked us at the beginning what sort of movie this was, and 
the Wikipedia article said it was a musical satirical comedy. You could see the musical. I don't know what the other word means. But satirical is just making fun of. That's all that means. Yeah. So making fun of musicals and Texas. Like Monty Python would be the definition of satire. Yeah, it was like some weird slapstick humour that I couldn't quite grasp. Like it was funny. But it wasn't like points, the points where they start singing, and I'd lo- <laughs> I would I would lose interest. Not interest, just uh, I'd just drift out from what was going on. I love, but then all these yeah. characters reoccur, so it kind of felt like a weird dream with a load of village idiots. Yeah, that's. I've, I felt like, at one point, I was like, this is getting boring, mm. but then sort of towards the end when like. I started to realise what kind of person that Lewis guy was. Mm. And I started to, like, relate to it. I was like, okay, I'm back in. Well, I was thinking that you know it I mean? seemed like the longest mm. hour and 20-minute film I've ever watched. Yeah. And then, I think that's because it didn't have, like, a solid structure at the beginning. So it, you're, you're trying to trying to cling on to, like, what's going on here? Like, what is this film? And it, it, Until I realised there was a talent show that was going to happen at the end and that stage was being built. That was when I was like, oh, it's all building up to the talent show. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, that gave it a bit of structure, I guess. Some of the acts were <laughs> just horrendous. Well, I like the auctioneers that were battling one Shut another. Shut no. Slowly. And then the that man was the worst one. with the lasso came Lassa. to them. Lasso. <laughs> what do you say? Lasso. Cool. I say lasso. Lasso. Yeah. And, um,. <laughs> He was all, It was great. The the auctioneers were doing the rhythm, and the man with the lasso was doing the falsetto. It was a real abstract musical performance. But that's just me, man. You know, that's just my vibe. I think it was kind of sad in a way as well because they were mentioning all this stuff about what was on the land before, and that was kind of taking the piss out of what was there now. Like it replaced all of this stuff. It mm. was subtle in mm. songs, but. I mean, I think, I think that's why the, there's a kind of weird twist. I think it's it, weird suburban. It was Dreamland smart. West is supposed mm. to be a certain way, and there's loads of hints of what you know how it came. Mm. It even you, started off with like tribal people and like the real history of that area. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which was really cool. I mean, yeah, I think it's a real. It was really smart, and it reminded me the the lazy woman when she was first introduced. That's just soups up, man. That's just you sat on the settee, over-exaggerating and laughing, but it was on a big budget, <laughs> basically. Did you catch that the man that was, like, there taking care of her? I don't know what he was doing. Yeah, he was... He was the same guy that did the whole ritual. The ritual, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did catch that. Mm, I, I was like... I looked at it, I was like, that's just... That's the same guy. I th- thought that was quite cool how he, like, was a doctor by day, but then, like, a voodoo practitioner by night. Yeah. Because, like, if you found out your doctor did voodoo, you probably wouldn't use him as your doctor anymore, so he has to do it at night. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. the vibe I got <laughs> from him. I would go to him. I would go to him, because he seemed to do Lewis some, some good. Do you know anyone like that, Brogan? What a, a priest! Wait, a doctor. <laughs> a, do- a, do- a doctor. A priest. A doctor who does voodoo. Voodoo. I can't say I do. Oh, okay. Don't really like doctors. Do you not? No. Why? 
So if you met because, a doctor, would you not, just punch him in the face? Because they don't do Fuck food. <laughs> if, if that was... My, to be honest, to answer your question, if he was my doctor, I'd go to him. That wasn't even the question. <laughs> you said but, you don't go to doctors because they don't do food, and that's a good answer. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather go to one of those doctors because yeah. you'd leave... Feeling know. better. Yeah, they might blow some powder in your face and you feel a bit different. <laughs> you never know that. Yeah, whereas, they might. Whereas a Western doctor will tell you you'll be fine and give you some pills. Yeah, and you're like, but that's still powder, just in pill form. Yeah, but the powder's symbolic in the voodoo dance. It's the... So you just want to. <laughs> so if a doctor just went, there you go. You, but there's got to be. That, what I appreciated about seeing that ritual is, just to get into my own personal interest, he like that was ceremonial magic just in a film happening there like he you know he had numbers that he was saying he had like he was touching four corners there was obviously like a load of stuff that he was that he had prepared for yeah. that ritual that he knew about well which, you can see that in the mirror he's done so many more before different him. people as well yeah. yeah and like he even knew before he said anything oh you're looking for love do you know what i mean like the guy was like already on that he's like looking at him like what was exactly that? he's like he's looking at his aura there was a going, bit oh okay i know what, exactly what you want that's exactly what he yeah. was doing there was a bit at the beginning where a guy touched another guy's nose and held his nose yeah went, yeah that that guy who sang that radiohead song he was the one that did it and he did it in the factory and then he did it to lewis again at the bar did he yeah he did it at the factory to that woman tried to and then he pushed him away mm. And then he did it again to uh, to Lewis at the bar. He was like, oh, don't worry, man. You're good. You're good. You're gonna, no, you're going to be fine. You're yeah. going to be fine, bro. But it, the noise he made before saying I was going to be fine, it like he touched the nose and he obviously got a signal that shocked him. Mm -hmm. He was like, whoa. Yeah. You're going to be fine, though. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Whatever I just felt. Uh, there was a lots of little spiritual things in this film that were cool. But then it was obviously like grounded in reality. It's a weird film, man. It's... Probably one of the weirdest we've seen. But it will never beat Holy Mountain. I don't think it could ever beat... Anything could ever beat Holy Mountain. God damn, that's that, one that, of my favourite films. That is the weirdest shit <laughs> ever seen. You're still I've like, seen some weird shit, but that is still in my head. I'm like... You're still shook. What the fuck? Like, it wasn't, like, scary weird. It, no, it was wasn't. just dumb weird. And I'm like, how? Who? thought of this Alejandro you know? Jodorowsky yeah like just wow still alive good man that was the first film I've properly watched in it over a year and Holy Mountain no, no this one really and it probably wasn't the best place to start no <laughs> probably not you'll be thinking about like I don't know when something like that confuses me I can just be like that was shit or like you can like put an opinion on it I just sit with it for a bit no, it definitely wasn't bad. No, no. Yeah, no. it was just the, odd. The, the, <laughs> the messages behind it were quite, like, very still, like you said... Relevant. Relevant today. And pretty smart. Like, so... Because he's like... But obviously the way that he went about it, I was like, oh, shit, I'm getting bored. But then towards the end, it just gets better. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like, it's... So if I, if I had to rate it, it will probably be, like, a, a six... A mm. ten, but like, just because of that fucking start bit, where I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, there, there wasn't, there wasn't even like, you know, when 
movies usually start, they're like, oh, this is who's playing, mm. this is what's happening. It was all done at the end. Usually films start with that, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So used to that, that like it weirded me out a bit at the start. It did have a very unconventional structure. I did just find out that Talking Heads released an album with this film. So like the songs from this film are part of a Talking Heads album. And um, I don't know, midway through it, that's a pretty cool way to like release art, you know, because it makes me wonder if the album came first or if like the film came first, if they had the music and then they were like, oh, we're going to like write a film around this music or the other way around. They made a film and then they were like, oh, we need to do a soundtrack for it. And that became an album. Um, I feel like David Burns the sort of person to um, have the whole idea. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, and then just puzzle it together over the space, however long in his head, and then be like, "Right, this is what." We'll do. Yeah, yeah, that's a really cool thing to be doing, though. Like, just like if you wanted to, are be they alive, still alive? David Burns still alive? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Like the whole band, or just? I don't think Talking Heads perform anymore. I think David Byrne might perform. I don't know. I could be dead wrong about all of that, though. Um, where is my phone? Cause I was thinking, like, so when that film was made, mm. they were celebrating 150 years of the state of Texas being formed. Yeah. Right. So by now, it's almost at 200 years mm. of Texas being formed, which is quite interesting to know. Yeah. To- Both. 2036, it'll be 200 years. Yeah, the Texas thing was interesting because the whole thing was set in, it was called Virgil, the place, wasn't it? Yeah, Virgil's Texas. Um, And that's where, like, I don't know, it's considered a highly conservative state. And they were talking about John F. Kennedy, the president, and he that's where he was assassinated. <laughs> what? That lying woman, she's like, yeah, I killed him, yeah, but they, they wanted me to talk, but mm, I didn't want to tell anyone, and I'm like, You've, you're you literally doing what you just said you didn't want to do, <laughs> like, you dumb. I couldn't believe they were talking about the Trilateral Commission and all the Republican politicians that gather in tech. I mean, the big conspiracy is like the right-hand side of the American government didn't like how liberal JFK was, so they just waited till he was in Texas one time and f- capped him, basically, uh, for being too liberal. Um, but it's mad how this film, like, kind of twisted into all that a little bit, because it was about how, like, big business is fucking up this little area. But it went, re- it went really hard with its references. Like, there's stuff... If you went and rewatched that film... It's got like a load of truth in it regarding corporations and there's like loads of shots of like just quick flashes of American politicians sat in rooms and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. if you were to pause on some of them and look who those people are and like work out what meetings they're in, I'm sure I would cringe, but like this was a pretty woke film and it was made in fucking 1986. (laughs) I think David Byrne's on some shit. Look, that just tells you 
how long this has been going for. And it's still going to go on for years. They've got even more technology, bro. Like, I think we deal with different problems now. But <laughs> the CGI in this film was really cool. <laughs> it, you could see, you could definitely see it. Obviously, it's made in nineteen eighty six. Oh but yeah, it's got the a... time when he was like driving and he was pulling up the fucking seat, and I'm like, <laughs> what? The fuck is going on here? But yeah, you don't want to take this film too seriously. No, of course not. But at, this, at the same time, it's it uh, made me think about a lot of things. Mm. Yeah. Any closing thoughts? Uh, well, really, we should probably just probably say like who Brogan is, because like we said, he's called Brogan Finnegan, but we at the beginning we didn't really say. That's why I wanted him to tell the people who he was, and he was like, no. <laughs> The people don't need to know I am. Yes, they do. Well, well, they need I, to know what you do. I guess the first thing that you could say about Brogan is that he made the theme tune to this podcast that he you hear did. every single week. You are currently listening to and the, the composer. soon enough, the countdown. Oh, well, many other sounds that will be coming to our roster here at It's Not That Deep. That's but, right. Um, yeah, th- thank you for yourself. doing that, Brogan. Thank you for doing That's all right. theme tune. <laughs> are you sure? Am I sure. sure it's all right? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's all right. Okay, mm. good. Um, but yeah, you make music, and Brogan has made music as, f- as long as I've known Brogan, and I would go as far to say as he's very talented. He's the best there me- is. Yeah. He's he, the best there is. In, there's nothing... Like, mm, no other way of saying it, There's really. no other way of saying it, that's right. Yeah, there's no other way of saying <laughs> it. That's right, there's no other way of saying it. Yeah. He's the best there is. And that is coming from Martin fucking Duverge. Ain't that right, Brogan? That's it. Mm. That's all you need to know. <laughs> He's a man of few words, Brogan. Well, he is. And I feel like you're only being like this just because you're on here. You usually got some words, to, some wisdom, some this, random shit normally, to say. Well, he might let his... Um... This is usually how I am during a conversation. <laughs> no, you're not. It's, it's 100% true. But it's not. You're always, you like to Yeah, but then when get he gets it. behind a bass guitar or something, that it's the a whole different story. That's where the talking happens. Like That's right. Yeah, that's why the, the talking happens. Yeah, the, the fuck, showing. The fucking bass does the talking yeah, for you. That's it. That's me. So that's I, right. I, it doesn't it doesn't bother me so because I know we've known Brogan for so long. I know exactly. I, we've watched many films together, Brogan. Like even us three, we've watched like di- we watched Dinosaur together. That'd be the last film that we watched. That is still so relevant, right? You'd be dead. <laughs> <laughs> you sleeping that deep? You be dead. That's the second best film I've ever seen. What's the first? Lion King 2. I can't Lion King 2? I've never seen you it. You didn't say Dazed and Confused. Why would... Why is Lion King 2 the best film I've ever seen? It's not. <laughs> it's not. It was a, it was a flat out lie. <laughs> then why say you could? I don't know. <laughs> Have you ever seen Lion King 1 and a half? No, there's Lion King 2.5. Yeah, they did the 0.5s for both. There is a oh, 1.5 as well. I didn't realise well. there's a 1.5. I've not seen that. <laughs> I think it features... Is there a 3.5? No, because they didn't do 3, I don't think. They did. They, they did? did. Yeah. Oh, but it was Timon and Pumbaa's... Like, Adventure. Yeah. I knew there was a soul Timon and, Tim, <laughs> Timon and Pumbaa spin-off VHS, but I never got to see it. But yeah, 
I've never seen it. Have you seen any of The Lion King? No. Wow. No. Nah, Sublemia, Zimose, Zimbabwe. That means nothing to you. N- yeah, it means absolutely wow. nothing to me. You've not even seen the new live action one? No. Where Seth Rogen plays Pumba. <laughs> Bro, there's... Do I need to? Childish Gambino plays. No, you shouldn't. See, you shouldn't see that. I've not seen. Like, it. do I need to? I see I don't it? know. I've not seen it. No, you. Definitely I'm not don't. like. Well, me. as in, like, uh, even the Lion King. Like, you need to see the anime. The animated version. Cool, yeah. yeah, but do I need to see it? What is it? Like, what you probably want to f- do to me? You're sounding like I sound when people tell me to watch the Shawshank Redemption. Like, just butt her. Like, why do I need to see? It's not the best film ever, bro. Stop telling me to see it. I'm not telling you to stop telling me. I'm just saying, like, what's the reason behind me want, like, need, needing to see it? Like, uh, what do you want me to Two see words. It? Jump, jump. That's one word repeated twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that is two words. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's like say, getting two eggs and being like, that's not two eggs. That's just one egg repeated twice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you've got me there. <laughs> so... Them, that one word repeated He's twice. a big pig. You can be a big pig too. Oi. Does that intrigue you at all? No. It makes me angry, actually. Can you describe why it makes you angry? <laughs> the fact that you just said, I can be a big pig too. <laughs> That's what made me angry. I, well, I was speaking in third person. It's, it's Timon uh, who's speaking oh, in that specific oh, scene. And right. he's referring to his friend Pumba. The who, big pig. Yeah. <laughs> he's a big pig and he um, is dressed up in a hula skirt doing a distraction. And they decide to sing a song that says, he's a big pig. Is this another musical? Yeah. Technically. Jesus Christ, bro. I don't even think, like, because I do like I do music and I like music. When music occurs in a song, I'm not like, oh, damn, this is a musical now. Like, I'm just like, I literally yeah. just continue like. Yeah, that's what my head I know literally says. I, I I'm like, see it. oh, <laughs> fuck, this is a musical, bro. What? Because, like, the Simpsons used to do it all the time. I watched loads of Disney movies and they all just did it without any sort of. I actually like it because there's a problem. Then they sing a song. Then the problem's fixed. It's like magic. Somewhere in the middle of that song, they find the solution. <laughs> but, like, it's like, I, I just can't li- listen to the story and the song all at the same time. You can't like, handle it. I can't handle Well, it's not that I can't handle it. It's more that, like, I'm conf- I get confused. It streamlines it for me. What the fuck is happening? I feel like I'm being having the message delivered to me more efficiently because it's in song. There's rhythm and it's like boom, pop, I'm coming into me. Whereas conversation can get a bit like I I get well I look at like mm. everything that's happening. If too much is happening while they're doing song, I just get confused and I'm like, okay, what the fuck did he just say? Mm. I feel like I have to watch it twice just to listen to what they're saying and watch what and the fuck uh, is going on uh, that's interesting it's the same as like the uh, Midnight Gospel remember that well, I don't watched, know if you've yeah, seen yeah yeah I've seen a couple yeah. of episodes yeah. so yes it's just like that like I, actually, I have to w- watch it twice I, just to get what they're talking about and what the fuck is happening in the world I kind of treat that show as a podcast you're right one it is a podcast I show. start the first I can watch like the first 
two to five minutes and actually like pay attention to the visuals. But the conversation's so interesting, I end up putting my phone down all and just listening and doing something else because mm-hmm. it, it is just Duncan Trussell's podcast, basically. That's it, yeah, yeah. which is cool. Um, would you, yeah, I like the last episode where he did it with his mom. I need to see. <laughs> Have you seen Midnight Gospel? No, I'm not. I feel like you no, enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, I've you never would. seen Midnight Gospel. It's a good, good show. It's to on watch. Netflix. It's fucking great. Anyway, not only has Brogan done music, well, made music for our podcast, but he's also made music with previous guests of this podcast. That's right. Yes. Mr. Yes, he has. You want to tell the people who they are? I think you should. Hits harder, you know. <laughs> Hits harder. Yeah. Gotta respect that. I do respect it. Um, but you've got some music coming out with our good friends here at Twenty Four Seven Studios, Dan Peel and Ellis Turner, famously of the local band Heart Source, and you've made what can only be described as a. I'm trying to find the word. It reminds me of having my feet lapped at the beach by waves, and it's called breadcrumbing. And to my estimations, it's one of the best songs I've heard come out of this city. Is it? Is it out now? It's not out. It's not. It's yet to be decided. It's yet to be decided when it's out. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, can we play on the podcast? <laughs> um. No. No. It's actually not allowed. Oh wow. You can Why? play you can play a countdown of one second of it. <laughs> so we get one you can have any movie. one second you like. Any one second. Yeah. Alright, I'll take every second. It's about it's about three, <laughs> three minutes forty or something. I feel bad because I'll take every second. We normally ask our guests to if they do music, which they normally do to provide some music for the end, but it feels greedy as we've already play your theme tune every No, of course not. <laughs> but I'm sure Brogan will, can give us something. If you had something, something a bit special, you know, you know, like the people listening, they get something at the end, something to take home, take That's to the right. bank. Can't you just play like Bring Me to Life by Evanescence? <laughs> <laughs> it's no, not your you, song. You are a shining talent, but, but Brogan. slow and reverbed. We wanna... Is, have you done that? No, but... I, it, it should be done. Yeah, should. That definitely has been done. Like, that 100% has been done. But that's not the point. We're trying to showcase your... <clears throat> can it be a surprise? It can be... Okay, yeah, it can be a surprise. Yeah, of course, um, yeah. As long as the fans know that they're not going to go to sleep tonight empty-handed. Yeah. <laughs> well, all, all the fans will not go to sleep. Empty... Oh, Ever. fantastic. <laughs> Ever. 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 After this song. After they yeah. hear this song. Yeah. So... Yeah, at the end of this podcast, you're going to be hearing something made by our good friend Brogan. That's right. Mine? Closing thoughts on the film? You know, I related to Lewis a lot. Mm. That song was sick. That song was sick. I don't know if that was John Goodman singing. That song was so good. Mm. I was like, he put everything that he said to that woman in that song. I was really focusing on like the quality of the voice. I thought it was a really good vocal performance. It was top notch. Great vibrato. I was so happy for him. I knew that as soon as he finished that song, something magical was going to happen. And it did. Look at him. He got married. He took her to that doctor. What? 
And that's really inspired you. He has. I'm telling you, bro. Like, I relate to this fucking really, guy. You should, like, cherish lot. that as, like, that's a, like, you're going to take, like, the fans, you're going to take something home tonight. You're going to take home a, a, a fellow bond with Lewis. That's right. And yeah. where else Where else could you get that, man? Any, nowhere. Any local store. But, uh, nowhere, but it's not that deep, bro. <laughs> nowhere but here. Well, Any closing think... thoughts, Rogan? Um, what, on the film? Yeah. Come on, dig deep. Get that mm. show it makes me uh, it makes me laugh at Western civilization because mm. they're all the they're all the bad all those people are products of the, the worst sides of Western civilization. Yeah, and yeah. it's kind of funny to laugh at, not with. <laughs> of course, you, you find them funny, but you don't want to be them. No, I mean. That's no In the one. same way that you'd watch the Peep Show and think, wow, this is hilarious because they're pathetic. But you won't want to be that. Yeah. Yeah. That's some... People probably relate to that more. That's some nail on the head shit right there, man. There you go. See, you. I know he always has a fucking bit of wisdom. You just gotta have to get it out of him. I knew it. Coax it out. He's like a deer in the forest. You That's have right. to be very quiet. You have to hit him in the... <laughs> you have to fucking clip it right behind the ear with a 50 cap. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, you prick. Come on. Peter's going to be in our ass now. I've never killed an animal with my hands or a gun. Um, oh, wow. Just remotely via the farming industry. Wow. On that note, we're going to love you and leave you. Brogan, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast. Amazing. And I hope once we go visual... Well, that, I mean, that, that's a whole other hurdle for you because you famously don't show your face. So to do a whole visual episode... I'll wear a bag on my head like the Grinch. <laughs> That'll be fantastic. We'll have to... Yeah, we'll find some arrangement. Fair, fair. You can be like fucking... Uh, what's that guy? Who... The oh. Elephant Man. No! <laughs> He made all them songs with fucking... R. Kelly. Edgar Davids. <laughs> Who? The footballer. No! Martin, you look a bit Song. like Edgar <laughs> Oh, my God. Ah, I fucking can't remember his name. Stevie Wonder. Pialu- he made a song with The Weeknd. Pialuigi. No. <laughs> and he's a DJ, but he made a song with The Weeknd. And he no, Pialuigi's a referee. <laughs> I don't give a shit about your shows of fucking football or referee, okay? I'm talking about something completely different. Pitbull. Huh? Pitbull. No. David Guetta. David Guetta or Guetta? Guetta. Either one. Uh, David Cheddar. No, he wasn't David Guetta. <laughs> Um, I'm supposed to say bye now, anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we are supposed to say bye. I'm now. well in. What are you going but on about, though? The, there was a guy who, uh, who's famous, but I can't remember his name. Okay, he made songs with The Weeknd. He always had a fucking a helmet on, and he never showed his face for years and years and years. Gashil, Dead Mouse. Dead. Yeah, I think so. Oh, Dead yeah. Mouse. Yeah. Does Dead Mouse got songs with The Weeknd? think so if not you think of Daft Punk oh Daft Punk yeah, you're definitely of thinking of Daft yeah, there's Punk two of them. there's two of them yeah. because they made that album with yeah. Abel so Brogan can be like that he needs no. help yeah 
we'll we'll need to make him a actual like Brogan. To be fair, the whole of the Babylon system needs outfits, but we'll talk about that another time. That's right. Thank you so much. Thank you so so much. You know where to find us at the fucking usual spots on Instagram at M I P L T D. Uh, where they find the you, Brogan? Where they finding you? <laughs> Nowhere. <laughs> no, they are the Brogan Music Instagram, Instagram, Twitter. That's all you need At to Brogan know. Brogan Music. And you got Spotify. and Facebook. Don't you have it on Facebook as well? Yeah, only my mum likes my photos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brogan Music. All that stuff will be in the link and description. Thank you so much for listening, guys, and enjoy this slab of musical slander from Brogan. Peace out, bitches.